Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. The fear of failure is one of the primary barriers getting in the way of most people's ability to fully enjoy their lives, their relationships, and their careers. So today we're going to talk about attachment and how it pertains to fearing failure so much so that it that it hinders us from connecting deeply with others and going after the things that we really, really are passionate. You guys, I can't even, I'm going to keep going anyway. <laughs> that we're really passionate about. Put your phone on silent if you're trying to have a successful podcast. Don't be like me. Um, so let's go ahead and jump right in. All of us, I think, experience all four primary fears, fear of abandonment, fear of rejection, um, judgment, failure, and not being enough. All of us experience all of those fears. However, for some of us, um, you know, one or the other might crop up and become kind of the front runner in our life. And that could be because of our experiences as children, how we filter those experiences, you know, our perception and our the, the repetition of that experience in our lives to really kind of create this, um, this sensitivity to a particular fear. Now, as I've mentioned before, it's going to result in a response, right? Stimulus response. The stimulus is the trigger of abandonment, rejection, judgment, failure, not being enough. The response will be flight, fight, or freeze, okay? Knowing what your formula is, what your combination is, is going to help you to position yourself in a place that you will be able to see things as they're occurring. You'll get to the point where you're able to see things before they occur and know you know, what road you're headed down so that you can divert and intervene and change course. Um, it does take practice. It's much easier said than done. But that's why I kind of harp on on repeating, you know, some of the same things week after week because you're building a foundation of your understanding of yourself. And that takes repetition, just like any other skill. Your self-awareness is a skill. Your ability to interrupt your negative cycles is a skill. Your ability to create new, more productive coping skills is a skill. So when failure, the idea that we might not pass, I guess, right, with flying colors, is subjective. Because what is failure anyway? How do you define failure? So maybe that's where we need to start. You need to figure out for yourself how you define failure because sometimes people feel like they failed when it's just that things didn't turn out the way they thought they were going to turn out. But there could be a success in there that you just don't see. When we have a fear, the fear changes our perception of the world, the way that we see the world, our lens. Define that for yourself so that you can hold that measurement up um, when you're most logical to figure out if it fits for where you're at and what you're doing, right? Failure is also something that I think it's in the book Grit. I don't remember who wrote it, but the book Grit, 
the author describes that essentially if children are able to experience failure or hardship or adversity developmentally throughout their development i mean sorry their progression and their growth which is their development right then it will be much harder for them to deal with it later on. So if you are a person who has done really well in life, an overachiever, you always get good grades, you always do things really well, you always, you know, you're you're seen as the good kid or the good person or whatever the case may be, it's this complex that we begin to get where it's our part of our identity. And so to not be that person, to not be able to be identified in that way as as the good person or as the overachiever. Um, based on performance is problematic because you are good enough as you are with no performance. You don't need to perform. Your parents don't need you to perform. God doesn't need you to perform. Hopefully you don't have to perform for yourself or those closest to you that care about you. Or it's that you've experienced hardship and adversity and maybe you've had a lot of that. And so now, you know, you feel like you can use the past to tell the future. Again, I have never met a real medium to this day that could met somebody who could tell the future. I have not met someone that accurately could tell the future. And I don't think it's you. I don't think you are the one, okay? It's not to doubt your ability to tap into your, your whoever, but I think that we do that in an effort to protect ourselves. We do that in an effort to feel like we know what's coming, but it gets in our way. It's like the that's so raven effect is what I call it. If you are old enough, you remember that's so raven, which I'm not even that old, but y'all even getting younger than me. And she would see the future. Then she would do everything in her power to avoid that occurrence. And in doing that, she made that future happen. It was a self-fulfilling prophecy. So fear of failure can lead to to running in the other direction so much so that you create the situation that you are trying to avoid in the first place. This happens a lot in relationships. This happens a lot at work. So we want to not be hypervigilant. We don't want to be on edge about it, but we want to just be aware We want to understand how these things are affecting us and how we can tweak and alter our behavior, our thoughts, our feelings by gaining control, which is a process. It's so much easier said than done. I could say it 10 times over. It's so much easier said than done. I'm human. I deal with it too. (laughs) I, 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 I struggle with it. I try to master it. It's a work in progress, you know? We teach what we most need to learn. But what if we started seeing failure as feedback, as information, as data that helped us to know that we need to move in another direction, that we now understand one way not to do something? I think that was that was mentioned in the story of whoever created the light bulb, who probably wasn't even actually the real inventor, but we're not going to go down that path. So can you redefine your perception of failure, right? You want to define it. You want to know what it's, what it's categorized as in your mind. And then is it time to challenge that notion? 
and turn it into one that is a better fit for you right now in your life. You have that power. You have that ability. It's, it's you. It's in your mind. Now, in those times when we fail, sometimes we fail in bigger ways than others, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Failing as far as like getting fired from a job is different than um, maybe failing in terms of, I don't know, hurting someone's feelings unintentionally. And what we do in those times when we fail really makes a difference. Now, this might go back to what you learned or experienced growing up. If you fail, did people berate you? Did they scold you? Were you in trouble? Did you, were you physically harmed? Were you emotionally harmed? Because sometimes what we experience turns into our own self-tape and the treatment that we uh that we kind of carry out on ourselves after those people are no longer in our lives regularly. If not, and it was no one else that mistreated us when we experienced failure, would you treat someone else that way in the same situation? Would you treat your best friend, your parent that you care about, your partner that you care about in that way if they had the same experience. If the answer is no, then why are you doing it to yourself? And you need to dig into that. That's when you need to get a therapist. That's when you need to get a coach. That's when you need to do some writing, some reflecting, some praying, some listen. Because that's going to be what continue. That's going to be the roadblock. That's going to be the obstacle. And it will keep on cropping up until you address it. You can only run and hide for so long when it comes to these things. And my guess is that you are at a point where you are fed up, <laughs> that you're tired, you know, you, you want to have a different experience. So in those times, how would you treat someone else? If someone else messed up, if someone else um, perspectively failed, whatever that, that means, right? We, have, we talked about definitions. How would you respond and react to them from the most compassionate place within you? And then how can you turn that inward and do that for yourself? The last thing you can do is to look at past failures. Again, all perception. And pinpoint the lessons in that experience. Did you learn anything? Was there anything that you could take away that you can apply moving forward? Again, we have to visit the past to learn lessons. That's what the past is there for. We don't want to get stuck because that leads to depression. We want to visit the future so that we can come up with tentative plans, but we have to be flexible. We have to come back to the moment or else that's going to lead to anxiety. So look back at your failures, allow it to inform what you do in the present and help you craft and create your possible paths moving forward. But knowing that the course could change and that's okay. I'm really grateful that, you know, our tribe is growing. It's exciting and things are evolving as far as, you know, 
the ways that I'm, I'm, I'm working on expanding services and how I can serve you. So I want to make sure that you sign up for the email list because I will be sending out some information very soon here. And I will be creating a private community where we can do life together. You definitely don't want to miss it. And I will talk to you next time, Gems. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.